Here's just a few of the statements I routinely hear from people who are waiting to solve a small problem before they go on to do great things. First one is, I'm going to commit to setting aside time as soon as I get the right person hired. Or, as soon as I have a manager in place, I can start working on my business rather than in my business. If my employees weren't so reliant on me, I could be free to really focus on the things that business owners should be focused on. I'm just not there yet. The problem is, there's always another small problem to fix. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. What if we all waited until we could ride a bike or cook our favorite meal without making a mistake before we actually started riding a bike or cooking that meal? Wait, what? That doesn't make any sense, does it? So why do we often try to run our businesses this way? Um, Well, oftentimes it's because we don't feel like we know what else specifically we should be doing, like where our energy should be. Uh, We kind of sort of have a general idea, but not well enough to explain in detail. And we're probably not going to be competent in it when we start, which leads to the second reason, which is it's incredibly uncomfortable to step into an area or to try to take on a role or perform something. We just don't feel like we know what we're doing, especially when the eyes of the whole company are on us. It'd be like being expected to perform at a piano recital after you've only taken a couple lessons. Um, It's just very intimidating. It's, It's embarrassing. Uh, and it's scary, right? So we just keep going back to what we know, um, consciously or subconsciously. We keep finding reasons we can't go that next step. Well, I will someday if I get the right manager hired, if I get the right people on board, if I just had three more t- employees. Um, there's just always a reason. Now, um, are there times where you really need to go out and help in the field or you really need to go run some service calls or you really need to roll up your sleeves and work alongside with your employees to get through a big a big um, pile of work that's come through or an onslaught of service calls or work orders or whatever whatever your arena is. Are there times where you have to do that? Of course there are. And are there times where you might convince yourself that you need to keep doing the work you should be hiring employees to do because you're not confident you can do the things you should be doing as a business owner? Well, of course, that's true, too. So what are we supposed to do? So there's a few, um, there's few, if any, parts of running a business that you can master or excel in without reps. Like there's just very few things you can do without doing them or learn without doing them, I guess is the better way to say it. You cannot learn how to read a PL. You can't learn how to manage your team. You can't develop your goals. You can't create processes and procedures simply by reading a book. You have to put in reps. Um, now I'm a big fan of courses and books and coaches. Obviously I am a coach. Um, and these things, coaches and courses and books can provide a great deal of insight and tactical knowledge. And you, and you can, um, really employ that stuff once you learn it, but you can't do it through osmosis. You can't do it just by reading about it. You have to apply what you learn 
period, to whatever degree possible. Um, we can't make progress if we're constantly waiting for that something that is going to make it easier. Uh, progress is made by doing, trying, and even failing in business. That's how it works. You're not going to be able to wait until the situation is just right and then all of the stars just align and everything works out and it's just a smooth, fluid motion from there. That's not how it works. Um, part of what what makes business ownership um, successful for some folks, even against big you know odds of failure, is they just have to adapt and overcome. They have to figure out how to make things work. They have to figure out how to develop the skills they don't have while simultaneously um, keeping their people productive and moving in the right direction. Um, this is just how it works. Uh, we also have to concede that oftentimes when we're most uncomfortable, the greatest breakthroughs happen. Uh, this happens in emotional situations. Anybody who's been married can tell you there's times where you just at your wits end emotionally and all of a sudden you have a massive breakthrough and everything just like falls into place. Um, it happens at the gym. The last 10 minutes of your workout when you're exhausted is the most important 10 minutes of being at the gym. That's kind of the whole point is that the time leading up to that that moment is to prepare you for that 10 minutes, which is actually going to compel your propel your body forward in a, you know, in whether it's cardio or weightlifting or whatever it is. That discomfort at the end is that's where all the value is. Um, this happens when we we think we're at our limit. We can't take any more of a particular situation. Yet somehow we find that next gear and we just keep going. Um, we developed a strength that we didn't think we had. Uh, it happens when we have no choice but to just keep working through a tough situation because there's literally nobody else to call and nobody else who can help. We just have to figure it out. It's those kinds of moments where these breakthroughs happen. Um, they don't happen. At, at times we just sit back and timidly wait until we have it all figured out um, and then and then decide that we now we have this thing mastered that we've never done before. Like, again, imagine riding a bike that way or, or making your favorite lasagna or whatever it is. Imagine deciding you're going to wait until you've read enough books and you've heard enough stories that now I've got it all figured out 100%. Now it's safe for me to do it because I'm, I'm 100% sure I can't make a mistake. It's just not, that's not reality. Um. Now, I know all this sounds good in, in theory, and, and we're going to talk about some more, um, more practical stuff here in a minute, but um, I think it's just important for us to understand that discomfort is a critical component of attaining the freedom that we need to, or we want to have as business owners. Um, you know, giving up control is, is scary, and that is one of the most important or most difficult things that business owners face in service industries, especially where they have to rely on their employees making a lot of decisions Again, you're not stamping out 8,000 widgets a day where you just stand at a press and push a button and you stop and you start and, you know, there's not very many variables. That's not our world. Our employees are making 50 decisions a day probably because there's a ton of variables being thrown at them. Uh, they're driving vehicles. They're, you know, they're in customers' homes. There's all kinds of decisions being made. And um, a reluctance to give up control over or, or of, um, the appearance of having control is probably a more accurate way of saying it is is legit like a lot of folks face that um but again discomfort is a critical component of attaining that freedom so it gives us the freedom from fear itself you know once we just like get reps overcoming things we're uncomfortable with uh the fear goes away now i can tell you from personal experience as somebody who is more of an introvert than an extrovert um public speaking i wasn't terrified of it like some folks you know i wouldn't i wouldn't have placed it above death like many people would um but it wasn't super comfortable either. 
but after you've done it, you know, 10, 15, 20 times, it's like, what's the big deal now? It's just, it just goes away. That fear just goes away. Uh, we can also get freedom from worrying about other people's opinions. Uh, you know, being afraid of being in the spotlight as a business owner and simultaneously taking on a new role or trying a new um, skill set or trying to develop things that we just have never done before while while we feel like the eyes of the whole company are watching us. Um, we're worried about their their opinions. Well, again, you just kind of work through that. And all of a sudden you go, listen, I'm doing the best I can. I'm going to make mistakes. And and by the way, I'm going to tell my employees uh, in, in cases where that might be more likely to happen than not. Hey, I'm new at this. I'm trying something new here. I've never done this before. Um, I might make a mistake or two here. Just, you know, let support me as best you can and be aware that this is what's going on. Um, once you've made that statement a few times, the fear of people, uh, you know, judging you or condemning you for failure, that just evaporates. Um, and then the freedom from concern about failure. Again, um, I guarantee you, if you're a person who's failed at a lot of things, you're probably a very successful person. Um, successful people have a lot of failure under their belt. Um, and we can have freedom from being paralyzed about the next obstacle that's surely going to come along. Again, uh, running a business is not like you just solve this problem and everything from there on is, is sunshine and roses. That's not how it works. You solve this problem. And if you're lucky, you get a week until the next problem comes along, or maybe you get a month or something like that until the next problem comes along. Um, but working through the discomfort, getting the reps of, of being outside of our quote unquote comfort zone and these kind of canned things I don't really care to, you know, these cliche terms I don't really care for, but it's true. The more often you're working outside of your comfort zone, the more comfortable you with you get working outside of your comfort zone and the, the better you get at it, the more, more adept you are at handling the next thing that's going to be thrown at you. So again, all of that sounds good in theory. I know that, um, and your question is probably, you know, how do you put this stuff into practice? It's easy to say that stuff. So I'm glad you asked. So the first thing I would recommend is stop doing anything for more than one day. Again, if people call in sick and you have to just like roll up your sleeves and get to work, I get it. You know, once in a while, you're going to have to do some things like that. But not ever for more than one day um, should you be doing tasks you can pay somebody $15 to $20 an hour to do, period. No excuses. Just, just declare, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to do tasks as a business owner that I could pay somebody twenty dollars an hour or less to do. That will force you to have to do to do some things um, other than those tasks that are kind of easy and don't require you to stretch much and and uh, don't require you to get out of your comfort zone much. And they're they're just easy ways to pass the time. If you don't allow yourself to do that stuff, you will not be able to hide there anymore. Uh, the second thing I'd recommend is identify what your real fear is. Um, if you know specifically what it is you're afraid of, I think you have a much easier time overcoming it than just avoiding the topic altogether or just saying, you know, yeah, I'm dealing with fear here. Well, fear about what? Um, there's different kinds of fears. There's about 10 different fears that um, I've noticed as being the most common that business owners face uh, when they're going through this pay period. Uh, some folks worry about losing their identity. Like this is, this is who I am. If I, if I give up, if I give up, uh, um, control of the company and I delegate that to my employees, what's my identity now? You know, customers will start calling them instead of calling me. Um, some folks like to be the hero and the superstar. Like it feels really good to be the smartest person in the room, uh, whether that's true or not. It feels good to have that, that feeling like that's the case. Uh, it feels really good to have people need to call you to solve problems. 
uh, that's a fear that that you know giving that up is a is a fear that people don't don't want to address. So my point is, it's much easier to overcome the fear if you know specifically what it is that you're you're dealing with, rather than just kind of this fear as in a general sense kind of a thing. Um, the next thing I'd recommend is just come to grips and understand that a tremendous reluctance to give up control is absolutely normal, especially for business owners in service industries. But you cannot have both freedom and control. You have to choose. You have to choose which matters most to you between freedom and control. If you want to have freedom for your business, that means other people have to make decisions. There's no alternative. If you're the only one who makes decisions, that means even when you go on vacation, they have to call you because they can't make decisions. There's no, there's no third door there. That's it. You can have freedom or you can have control. You can't have both. Um, and for again, this is a common, very, very common fear. I, well over 95% of business owners in service industries have this fear to, to one degree or another. Um, and giving up control might be something you have to consciously commit to every day or every week. Like, hey, might be you're, something you say to yourself when you're driving into work. Maybe you have a little post-it note on your screen, on your computer. Who knows what it is? It might be something that takes that level of commitment for you to overcome. Uh, this is a big, this is not a, this is not a thing that just, yeah, it's a thing and we're just going to move along and, and sweep it under the rug. This is a massive problem that people face. Like giving up control of your company, your baby, giving up control of your company to people is, is hard. It's not easy. So let's not pretend like it is. But if we want to have the freedom we want, you have no choice. That's just, it just has to be done. So uh, and the last thing I'd say is don't be afraid to reach out for help. Some of the most successful people in the world have coaches and consultants well after they become successful. Uh, many billionaires cite reading, you know, numerous books a day, week, month, whatever, as being a key to their success. And most anyone who's had significant success has gotten help from mentors or colleagues. And in my experience, those folks are generally very happy to pay it forward. Um you know, in my in my case, I have had some fantastic mentors. I've had some people that I consider friends that were business owners that were very helpful for for me at times when I had questions about how to handle how to handle certain situations. And I'm certainly glad that I had those folks um, willing to help me. And uh, that's absolutely part of why I do what I do now. I I really want to help pay that forward. So, anyhow, my point is not about me. It's about um, don't be afraid to reach out. There's plenty of folks who are able and willing to help. If you're, if you're struggling with something, um, sometimes just being able to reach out when, and just want to complain and vent for a while, like just get this off your chest, or sometimes you want to reach out and, and celebrate. Um, there's certain milestones and things happen that, you know, as a business owner, you feel like you can't talk to anybody, you can't celebrate with anybody. Um, there's people out there who, who are willing to do that stuff with you. You just got to find them. So, um, I think that the the first thing I would say, like the first step in this whole process of, uh, you know, focusing on progress and kind of embracing, you know, in the, in the army, they say kind of embracing the suck, right. Um, is just understanding and accepting that discomfort is the key to unlocking the freedom you so desperately want. You cannot get freedom without the discomfort. You have to work through these things. You have to get the reps. You have to get the practice. Uh, again, there's, um, few, if any parts of running a business that you can master or excel at without reps. Um, you have to take, you have to learn and you have to take what you have learned and apply it period. There's no other way you have to get reps. And, and if you're, if you're saying, if you're, you know, um, frequently saying things like I'm going to someday, I'm going to, when this happens, I'm going to, when that happens. Well, I would say, look back and see how long we've been saying that. 
you know, if we've been saying that for four days, okay, that's fine. But if we've been saying it for four months or four years, maybe it's not that we're waiting for the manager to come along. Maybe it's not that we're looking for those three employees. Maybe it's we're really just not interested in moving on to the next level. Um, but we can't make progress if we're waiting for that something that's going to make it easier. Again, progress is made by doing, trying, even failing. It's not made by waiting. You cannot make progress by waiting for this problem to be solved. I need one more person. I need a manager. I need this or that. And we also have to concede that often when we're the most uncomfortable, whether emotionally or uh, challenge on training or knowledge, when we're the most uncomfortable is when the greatest breakthroughs often happen. Uh, discomfort is just a critical component of attaining the freedom that we want. It, you know, nobody wants to build a business that owns them. Um, but you have to relinquish control. And to do that, you have to work through some discomfort. That's just, that's the path. There's not a, there's not an easier way. I'm sorry. I wish there was. Um, and then as, again, more pr uh, practical, like hands-on kind of things. Stop doing anything for more than a day that you can pay somebody 15 to $20 an hour to do period. No excuses. Just stop doing that stuff. Do not allow yourself to do $18 an hour tasks. That's you're the business owner. You can't, you cannot be doing that stuff and be driving the business. Um, identify what your real fear is, figure out specifically what you're afraid of. So you have a much easier time of overcoming that and addressing it rather than just saying, Hey, this just feels uncomfortable. I don't like it. Um, understand that a, a tremendous reluctance to give up control is very normal. It, it, it's almost universal. There's a couple of exceptions here and there, but almost universally people who own businesses and service industries do not like giving up control. Um, but you can't have both freedom and control. You got to choose. Uh, and then the last thing is don't be afraid to reach out for help. Uh, you have peers, you have people in networking groups or industry associations. Um, you've met somewhere, somebody somewhere in a different state at a, at a con industry convention somewhere. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. You know, ask folks, you know, how they got through it. Um, Ask folks what compels them to move forward even when they're scared. Like these are things that that if you if you're asking somebody who's been successful, I guarantee you they've gone through this stuff. And I guarantee there'd be in most cases, I can't I can only think of a couple exceptions where folks wouldn't be willing to really help somebody through this stuff. Um, we all know it sucks. So let's, let's help each other get through it as fast as we can, right? I think that's kind of the mantra for people who've who've gone through this and and come out of it is um we don't need to wallow in this thing any longer than we have to. Let's figure out how to get through it and let's get through it, right? So that's it for this week. Um, again, if you have a friend or a colleague who's a business owner in the service industry, I'd sure appreciate you uh, sharing this podcast with them. Uh, give us a rating and review if you have a couple minutes. You could do that. Again, uh, shares, subscribes, listens, ratings, reviews. Those are the kind of the metrics for podcasts. That's the way we grow these things. So if you have a couple moments to help out with that, I would really appreciate it. Thanks again to the folks who put the awesome reviews on there so far. Uh, that's just fantastic. I appreciate that a lot. And uh, that's it for this week. I will see you all next week. <laughs>